Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 133, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. Yes, welcome back everyone. Yesterday was kind of an odd Tuesday with a quiz, but hopefully we're back to a normal kind of Wednesday today. Hi everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. So, Marvin, how is your week going? Oh, it's going good, Dave. You know, I was just out working on our clubhouse with my friends. Okay. You know, I didn't know you had a clubhouse. Oh, well, yeah. You probably just haven't spotted it. It's kind of a secret clubhouse, you know, so it's very well hidden. Or, as we cows would call it, cow-mouflaged. Cow-mouflaged? Yeah, cow-mouflaged. Okay, well, Marvin, it is Wednesday. Oh yeah, of course. Jingle, please. Hey, it's Wednesday. Everything is okey-doke. Here comes Benjamin, and he's gonna tell us a joke. Hi, Benjamin. Hey, you guys. How's it going? It's going well, Benjamin. And yes, Marvin was just telling us about his clubhouse. Oh yeah, hey, good job on that. I really liked how you camouflaged it. Okay, Benjamin, so you call it camouflage as well? Oh yeah, Dave. Yeah, it just means a cow is so well hidden that you would only know it's there if it mooed. Okay, well, yep, I guess that kind of makes sense. Anyway, Dave, I have a great joke for you guys. Okay, well, go for it, Benjamin. Get ready to laugh. Why were all the kings of Israel and Judah wet all the time? Oh, I don't know, Benjamin. Why were they all wet? Because they were the reigning monarchs. Oh, reigning monarchs. Oh, good one, Benjamin. Yes, thank you, Benjamin. Oh, yeah, no problem. The laughs just keep on coming, Dave. Oh, they sure do. Okay, well, I'll see you guys next week. Bye, Benjamin. Okay, Marvin. So, well, yesterday finished with both kingdoms, Israel and Judah, in a pretty sorry state. You know, Israel had always worshipped false gods since the split, and yesterday we heard how King Ahaz of Judah was, well, just as bad. Yeah, that guy was bad news. Okay, now before we get to today's reading, I don't know if you remember, but way back on day 65, we read how Joshua spoke to all the people of Israel before he died, and he asked them if they would promise to follow the Lord. Oh, yeah, yeah, I kind of remember. Okay, well, let me read just a bit of that again, from Joshua chapter 24. Verse 19 says this, Joshua said to the people, You aren't able to serve the Lord. He is a holy God. He's a jealous God. He won't forgive you when you disobey him. He won't forgive you when you sin against him. Suppose you desert the Lord. Suppose you serve the gods that people in the other lands serve. If you do, he will turn against you. He will bring trouble on you. He will destroy you, even though he has been good to you. But the people said to Joshua, No, we will serve the Lord. Oh, Dave. Yeah, they sure broke that promise, huh? They did. And God had told them what would happen if they turned their backs on him. Yeah, he would destroy them. That's right. Now, God has been very patient. We've read about some of the kings, but we've scooted past loads more who were all just as bad. Oh, dear. So today, well, we're reaching the point where God is saying enough. Okay. Yeah, well, who's reading today? Today, it's our friend Heather. Oh, hi, Heather. Hello, everybody. We're going to read two passages from 2 Kings chapter 17. We're going to start by reading verses 1 and 2, and then from verse 5 to verse 20. Hoshea, the last king of Israel. Hoshea became king of Israel in Samaria. 
It was in the twelfth year that Ahaz was king of Judah. Hoshea ruled for nine years. He was the son of Elah. Hoshea did what was evil in the eyes of the Lord. But he wasn't as evil as the kings of Israel who'd ruled before him. And then, moving on to verse 5. The king of Assyria marched into the whole land of Israel. He marched to Samaria and surrounded it for three years. From time to time he attacked it. Finally, the king of Assyria captured Samaria. It was in the ninth year of Hoshea. The king of Assyria took the Israelites away from their own land. He sent them off to Assyria. He made some of them live in Hala. He made others live in Gozan on the Habor River. And he made others live in the towns of the Medes. All of this took place because the Israelites had sinned against the Lord their God. He had brought them up out of Egypt. He had brought them out from under the power of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. But they had worshipped other gods. The Lord had driven out other nations to make room for Israel. But they followed the evil practices of those nations. They also followed the practices that the kings of Israel had started. The Israelites did things in secret against the Lord their God. What they did wasn't right. They built high places for worship in all their towns. They built them at lookout towers. They also built them at cities that had high walls around them. They set up sacred stones and they set up poles used to worship the female god named Asherah. They did that on every high hill and under every green tree. The Lord had driven out nations to make room for Israel. But the Israelites burned incense at every high place, just as those nations had done. The Israelites did evil things that made the Lord very angry. They worshipped statues of gods. They did it even though the Lord had said, Do not do that. The Lord warned Israel and Judah through all his prophets and seers. He said, Turn from your evil ways. Keep my commands and rules. Obey every part of my law. I commanded your people who lived long ago to obey it, and I gave it to you through my servants, the prophets. But the people wouldn't listen. They were as stubborn as their people of long ago had been. Those people didn't trust in the Lord their God. They refused to obey his rules. They broke the covenant he had made with them. They didn't pay any attention to the rules he'd warned them to keep. They worshipped worthless statues of gods. Then they made themselves become worthless. They followed the example of the nations around them. They did it even though the Lord had ordered them not to. He had said, do not do as they do. They turned away from all the commands of the Lord their God. They made two statues of gods for themselves. The statues were shaped like calves. They made a pole used to worship the female god named Asherah. They bowed down to all the stars, and they worshipped the god named Baal. They sacrificed their sons and daughters in the fire. They practiced all kinds of evil magic. They gave up following God's rules. They did only what was evil in the eyes of the Lord. All these things made him very angry. So the Lord was very angry with Israel. He removed them from his land. Only the tribe of Judah was left. And even Judah didn't obey the commands of the Lord their God. They followed the practices Israel had started. So the Lord turned his back on all the people of Israel. He made them suffer. He handed them over to people who stole everything they had. And finally he threw them out of his land. Thanks, Heather. Oh, wow, Dave. God took them out of the promised land. 
Yep, and this is huge. God had brought them out of Egypt, brought them into the promised land. For hundreds of years, he'd protected them and given them victory over their enemies. They had been his hand of judgment against the evil that the surrounding peoples were doing. But in the end, well, they turned away from him. They joined in doing all those evil things that those other nations were doing in the first place. They were supposed to be different. They were supposed to be a light to the nations. They were to point all the other nations to the living God. But they just weren't doing any of that. In the end, they left that all behind. And so God removed his hand of protection and blessing. And Israel, the northern kingdom, was destroyed by the Assyrian. Oh, that's kind of sad, Dave. It is, Marvin. And the people of the ten tribes, the kingdom of Israel, this was the end of the road for them. They would never, ever be their own kingdom again. Their nation was wiped out forever. So yes, this is a pretty big point in God's big story. Wow. Now, boys and girls, a lot of those Israelites probably thought that that could never happen. They were God's people, Israelites, descendants of Abraham. They could never be destroyed. But being born an Israelite did not automatically grant them God's favor. God did not care about what country they were born in, what nationality they were. He cared about their hearts and whether they were trusting him. And you know, it's the same for us. Maybe you were born into a Christian family. Your mum and dad are Christians and they make you go to church and Sunday school every week. And that's not a bad thing. It's great. But it doesn't make you a Christian. It doesn't make you a follower of God automatically. Nobody is born a Christian. And so, boys and girls, all of us have to decide for ourselves. We've all been invited into God's family, but it's up to us to decide if we will put our trust in him and follow him. And so if you haven't decided that yet, well, then I hope you'll think about that today. And if you have, then thank God for inviting you and welcoming you into his family as one of his children. Okay, yeah, because those Israelites, they had this amazing chance to be God's people, but they blew it. And I guess we have the same chance to be part of God's family. That's right. And we definitely don't want to blow it. Yeah, for sure. Okay, Marvin. Well, that is definitely us out of time, so we should say goodbye until tomorrow. Okay, yeah. Well, bye, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave Josh. Dave Josh.